stuck in my ways. They say I'm a chosen one, see it in my face. Get this one and I'm holding on, I can't be replaced. I just take a sip when it's spit. We on chat for the win. Celebrate the win again. Celebrate the win again. Take a sip when it's spit. We on chat for the win. Celebrate the win again. Celebrate the win again. Hello and welcome to the first edition of the Tuesday Quarterback Podcast version of the Gridiron Podcast. Going forward, we will have one on Tuesday following the conclusion of the preceding week, and it will consist of just me, your host, Huck Breeze. This will give me a chance to give you a recap of the week prior, as well as set you up with some statistics and analyzations for the upcoming week ahead. Fear not, we will still have the podcast on Thursday, which is fan favorite, Scott Shettick, so this will provide bonus content and will in no way replace our already scheduled programming. So yes, this is a Monday, and not a Tuesday as advertised, but since it's Labor Day... This is the last Monday of 2020 without football. Hallelujah. I thought, why not get a jump on this week and get the blood flowing on week one of not only the football season, but the 18th Great Iron Fantasy season as well. One of the biggest criticisms I've received since the genesis of the Great Iron has been that I am too negative. And so today we're going to start with a sediment I like to call kudos karma. It's a way for me to be positive about every team in the league, some after a loss, some after a win. So for some, this will be a pick-me-up, and for others, a just, a just a reinforcement of glory for the past week. This will be easy for some of you, and not so easy for others. But here goes nothing. We'll start with Fupa Slayer. Kudos to Fupa Slayer. Staring down the barrel of two extremely mediocre quarterbacks, you have stood pat in the face of what I assume would be multiple trade offers. You have not sacrificed the strengths of the rest of your team for a slight bump in quarterback rankings, which is... Great. The last two playoff experiences you've had, uh, both last year and three years ago, you fielded quarterbacks such as Brisket, Kirk Cousins, Marcus Mariota, and Alex Smith. So maybe good quarterbacks just isn't your thing. Way to stick with your guns. Kudos to Fupuslayer. Kudos to Camacho. Coach Harbaugh came out and said that your running back too, J.K. Dobbins, would have a significant role in the offense. Even though the Ravens depth chart came out and said he was fourth on the running back situation over there, this shows that at some point this season, maybe not week one, they feel confident confident in their, run, in their star rookie running back. So kudos to you, Camacho. Kudos to Darth Scott. You are engaged. Congratulations, Scott Shattuck. And as someone who is also engaged, let me tell you, it is fabulous. It's just like you see on TV. I wish you and Valerie the best and can't wait to have you back as a co-host on our Thursday podcast. Kudos to Darth Scott. Kudos to Rumham. With the releasing of Adrian Pearson, the football team backfield is pretty wide open. The most popular pick, Antonio Gibson, was taken in the second to last round by the Maestro. However, however, Gibson is more of a wide receiver running back hybrid, and for me that translates to more of a Eckler style of gameplay. Very few carries. Someone has to tote the rock for these guys, and by these guys I mean football team, and loves only real between-the-tackles competition is Peyton Barber, who had a 3.1 yard per carry average last year and could never hold the job down in Tampa by himself. So, Rumham, you could have picked up quite the sleeper. So, kudos to Rumham. Kudos to Suck My Vic. You showed zero concern over Fournette being released with your only backup plan being the backup for the workhorse in Minnesota. Madison. We all knew that he would sign with someone, and things could have been a lot worse than Tampa Bay, I guess. Although you may not not see the return on Fournette 
draft capital that you spent on him, he could be a serviceable running back too, and at some point this season. Disaster averted. Kudos. Suck my pick. Kudos to Eternal Touchdown. You've only used the five bonus moves allotted for COVID prior to the season, so it's almost like you haven't used any at all. A few of these moves were unavoidable errors with a no-name winning the job in Indy at kicker and Lamar Miller, who we thought was a big name, hitting the PUP and eventually being cut by Belichick in New England. The outlook, the outlook for your team looks good for you as far as moves are concerned. Kudos, Eternal Touchdown. Next up, kudos to Notorious. Fitzmagic is alive and well in Miami, and you have yourself a prime quarterback three. There are a few teams that have quarterbacks starting this week that I probably would like Fitzpatrick starting over. With a couple of attractive rookie wide receivers, Pittman and Claypool, a QB3, and a rocking defense, you have plenty of ammo to make moves early on in the season with an already solid team. Kudos to Notorious. Kudos to you just like polar bears. You solidified your tight end position with a backup in Higby. And the offseason has been nothing but kind to Zach Moss. This running back situation reminds me a lot of the Titans of the years past with the lightning and thunder of Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry. Titans management learned shortly that only thunder was needed for a vertical pass power run offense. And in this case, you have the thunder. An interesting running back too, to say the least. So kudos to Unicycle Polar Bears. Kudos to the Poopy too. Your running back situation was the biggest weakness, and you pinpointed it and attacked via trade. With us increasing the receiving points across the board, someone like Tariq Cohen is a nice grab. The backfield situation there in Chicago is a mystery to us all, but one thing we do know for certain is that in some way it will involve Cohen, even when Montgomery returns. Kudos to Poopy too. Kudos to Disco Lemonade. The exit of Leonard Fournette in Jacksonville all but assures that the offense will revolve around the QB and the pass. Chark, Conley, rookie breakout Chenault, Eifert, and the most notable running back on the team being Chris Thompson, a prominent receiving running back, which you also happen to own, only means good things for your QB too. The only thing that can stop Minshew Mania down there in Jacksonville will probably be an injury, because with Jay Gruden calling the plays, success or failure, they will be bombing it out. Like they say, the best defense, hi is more offense. I'm sure we would all have bumped him up our boards pre-draft had we known that Fournette would have been tossed aside and they would replace him with, well, no one. Kudos to Disco living in. Kudos to Ulysses S. Grant. Mitch Trubisky has won the job. And although you have both uh, Foles and Trubisky, somebody had to win, and this had to be the more favorable ending. Like we talked about in an earlier podcast, Mitch is the more valuable option in every aspect. A great trade chip and bi-week fill-in. Let's just hope you don't have to worry about the Foles Trubisky thing for at least a few more weeks. Kudos to Ulysses S. Grant. Kudos to Dad. A.J. Green looks a full go for week one, which will provide a boost to his wide receiver core and give Joe Burrow another option when he inevitably hits the skies. You also popped your... Move Cherry in style with Jameis Winston. Using the extra spot as it's supposed to be used. Marcus Mariota, who was placed on IR earlier today. Anyway, kudos to you, Dad. Kudos to the maestro. Adrian Pearson News must have hit you kindly, as you were probably drinking your well-deserved champagne for the best draft. Because of this, you will also give... Because of this, you'll get Antonio Gibson... 
your running back three, more touches. Like I said earlier, he seems like more of an Eckler-style player and should rack up the wide receiver yards. A few big plays. He could, in short time, challenge Chris Carson for your running back two. So kudos to the maestro. Now I want to give you some quick news and notes from around the league. Something that's exciting to me, and probably me only, the Bears' death chart came out today and listed four running backs, Dave Montgomery, Tariq Cohen, Ryan Noll, and Cordell Patterson. Prior to this news, Yahoo boosted projections for Patterson 300% to the 14 to 16 range. While I don't necessarily agree with Yahoo's mathematical algorithm locking Cord Pat in as the number three wide receiver in fantasy points for 2020-21, it is exciting to see him being unleashed at a position that he has thrived at. He's averaged 7.6 yards per attempt in his career out of the backfield, which is the most for any NFL player currently playing with at least 100 carries under his belt. Tyrell Williams was placed on the IR this week, further muttering the, muddying the pass-catching situation over there in Vegas. And while Max is still sitting there lighting up a cigar because he's a Henry Ruggs owner, this opens up a spot for another talented rookie, Brian Edwards. Edwards was a third-round pick out of South Carolina for the Raiders and could end up being a prime source of targets for people in need of wide receiver. Not that there's a bunch of people in the league that need wide receiver, but another wide receiver situation to monitor is in L.A., where Van Jefferson has supposedly beat out Josh Reynolds for the Rams' third wide receiver job. Jared Goff attempted 626 passes last year, more than anyone in the league, and with all the cryptic messages that Sean McVay has sent as his in his tenure as Rams coach, Cooper Cup might not be 100% healthy. Jefferson could see be seeing a lot of the field this year. Last thing I want to talk about before I leave y'all uh, is the Cowboys defense. Early on in my research for this football season, I raved about how the Cowboys defense was star-studded and primed for a killer year. I was so behind that idea that I paired – uh, the offense and the defense uh, as Super Bowl contenders and threw some of my hard-earned cash at them as Super Bowl champions at 15-1. to 1. While they still might be contenders, their defense does not look even half as good as it did a few months ago. Losing Gerald McCoy to a torn quad, placing an oft-injured Sean Lee on IR, cutting HaHa Clinton Dix, and making absolutely no effort to bolster their secondary leads me to believe the Cowboys will be playing in a lot of high-scoring games this year. Something to think about going into week one, Rams fans. That's all for the Tuesday quarterback edition. This week, I'll be back Wednesday to prepare for the big game Thursday night with Shot Scott Shettig, as always. We'll go over which one of your fantasy teams we like this week, and I will make my patented lock of the week. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, it is football season. Get this one and I'm holding on